Hey, hey, this is Lizzie, your personal vitality coach, and this podcast is about you. Yes, it really is about you. Every week, there's a brief message with a series of questions to help you hear yourself. We spend so much time listening to what other people say and watching what other people do. This space is a few minutes for you to step outside of what other people say and do. Figure out what you need to say and do to flourish and thrive. Consider this your weekly identity check-in day. This, my friend, is about you. Hey, it's Coach Lizzie, and I am pumped you are here in this moment right now. This is what I call your identity check-in day. So nice job for checking in. I hope you are ready to listen. This is your moment to listen to what is happening within you and get curious about your experience. Now, the first step to flourishing is to pause. Get curious by asking yourself some questions. So right now, I invite you to check in with yourself here and get curious about this question. Can this be done easier? The last few episodes have been about setting fresh intentions and tapping into your creative superpowers. It is my belief that you are a brilliant light full of inner wisdom. The only trouble is that that wisdom often gets wrapped up in so many influences and other shiny things that life can get complicated and overwhelming. When that overwhelm hits, it's so easy to lose sight of the inner brilliance within you. Today, let's get curious about how to make things less complicated and easier, easier shall we? Let's find some clarity today and touch a bit of that inner brilliance within you. When things are easier, we tend to see clearly. Now keep this big question in your mind as we move forward with this. Can this be done easier? What to expect in this podcast? Three things. First, identify ways you are overcomplicating things. Second, learn ways to simplify. And lastly, let's ask questions to help you understand how you can make things easier for you. All right, my friend, are you committing to a thousand things that don't contribute to the end result? A continual question to revisit is, does this lead you to the experiences you desire? Does this lead to your life philosophy? Let's identify some ways you could be overcomplicating things and losing sight of what really matters to you. An example here, I have a client who feels stressed about all the demands coming at her as a parent, as an employee, as a member of a religious community and a neighborhood. We were talking one day and she said, I just don't think I can do everything that's expected of me. Everyone needs me and no one seems to respect and appreciate what I am doing. Now, when I asked her about the words she used, those words 
or what is expected of me. I asked her about those words and we were able to talk about what that meant to her. Where are the expectations coming from? And why are they something she cares about? That's something we talked about together. And one thing we both know about since we've been spending time getting curious together is that she has a belief at the core that her value is expressed through doing things for others. And she desires to be seen as helpful and capable in the eyes of other people. Can you relate to this? She thinks this is what demonstrates her value. Now, these are good values, right? People doing things to help others is something that supports our communities. And that's a good intention. And it's natural to want to be seen as someone who's capable and helpful to validate the efforts we make. The word she used, expects, it's a teacher word in the scenario. Her belief about what is expected is overcomplicating things for her. And once she listed off the expectations and identified where they were all coming from, it was easier to start weeding through them and editing them. Question for you. Are the expectations you are placing on yourself overcomplicating your life? Is your perception of how others see you overcomplicating your life? Get introspective here. This is about you. Does this apply to you? Is the way you see what is required or expected over complicating your life? Now, if something's complicated, it doesn't automatically equate to being bad, right? The design of a modern operating system, like a computer, for example, it's full of intricate components and details that make it function usefully. Computers are complex and computers are amazing tools. And think of the complexity of the human body or the universe as well. They're amazing and built with layers of complexity as well. So when does it get over, over complex? Over complexity is what we're talking about. We don't want life to be so boring and unchallenging, but there is a point where it becomes too complex. So for a moment, let's learn from the modern operating system or the computer. An understanding of computer architecture and system level programming is essential when designing an operating system. There needs to be thoughtful architecture, of type of framework and a simple understanding of how systems work in order to create an operating system. So operating systems can become overcomplicated and that is when the system slows down, glitches or crashes. So if we were to learn from a computer operating system about overcomplication, this is what we could learn. It's more challenging to design an efficient system when there's 
too much flexibility or too little. When there are excessive options, when trying to support globalization, multiple languages, time zones, and cultures, when advances are made without careful planning, when different entities or vendors contribute to the development, when we're trying to cater cater to too much diversity, it becomes complex when there's a lack of modularization or a place to store things properly, when there's a lack of evolution or growth, when too many features are accumulated too quickly because of demands and market competition. Okay, so we're talking about computer operating systems. Don't get sleepy on me. Let's get personal and curious. Can that information about computer operating systems apply to your personal operating system? I'm going to state those again. So get curious and just think about yourself as an operating system and think if any of these apply. Are any of these overcomplicating or overwhelming the circumstances that you face? So I'm going to read them again. It's more challenging to design an effective system when there is too much flexibility or too little. There are excessive options. We're trying to support globalization, multiple languages, time zones, cultures. Advances are made without careful planning. When difficult or when different entities or vendors contribute to the development, it's different people developing this. When we're catering to too much diversity, when there's a lack of modularization or a place to store things, when there's a lack of evolution or growth, when there's too many features that are accumulated too quickly because of demands and market competition. Okay. Now, maybe we can say this in more direct human ways. Hopefully you've learned some insights from creating computer operating systems. Let's state these in a simple way, simple ways that we as humans overcomplicate our personal operating systems. I'm going to list some off. Ways we overcomplicate. Here we go. Perfectionism, trying to achieve unrealistic standards, overcommitting, saying yes to every request or opportunity, leaving little time for self-care and contributing to stress and feelings of overwhelm. Materialism, excessive, accumulating excessive number of possessions or constantly seeking material success can complicate life. That constant pursuit of more leads to dissatisfaction and stress. Next one is overthinking. When when we're analyzing situations excessively and dwelling on past outcomes or potential outcomes, this creates unnecessary mental complexity. This leads to indecision and anxiety. Another one is unhealthy relationships. Maintaining toxic or complicated relationships can add unnecessary stress and holding on to relationships that are no longer beneficial can do this as well. 
Next one is failure to delegate. When we believe that we must do everything ourselves, this leads to burnout and increases stress. Excessive information and consumption, news, social media, and other channels can overwhelm and lead to an information of overload and anxiety. Living beyond means. When you have a lifestyle that requires constant financial strain or debt makes life complicated and stressful. Lack of boundaries. Failure to set clear boundaries in personal and professional life can lead to overextension, catering to others' needs at the expense of your own. Last one is fear of failure. This prevents you from taking risks or pursuing your passions. When challenges are avoided because of the fear of not succeeding, that can lead to an stagnant and unfulfilling life. All right, this is your identity check-in right here. For simplicity's sake today, I want you to identify one of these overcomplications that you believe could be overloading your system right now or your life. Which one of these is contributing to your perception of stress the most. I invite you to get curious about the operating system you have in place. Is it leading you to the experiences you desire? So today let's zone in on just one of these over complications. Let's not over over adopt and try on all of them. What if focusing on one of these was the key to unlocking the next level of productivity and peace for you? If it was the literal key, would you grab onto it and grasp it in your hand? So I'm going to list them again so you can pick one. Pick one to zone in on and get curious about in your life. So I'll just list them quickly. So This is your moment to pay attention and think, okay, which one could be overcomplicating my operating system right now? Are you ready? I'm going to list them off. Perfectionism. Overcommitting. Materialism. Overthinking. Unhealthy relationships. Failure to delegate. Excessive information consumption. Living beyond means lack of boundaries, and fear of failure. Okay, which one of those stood out to you? Which one are you going to get curious about? Which one might help you discover the key to making things easier for you? Let's go back to my client that I mentioned before. She believed that everyone needed her and that her value was demonstrated in the ways she helped others. So for her, choosing to zone in on the lack of boundaries, she learned some things about herself and her overwhelm. What was expected was projected through a lens of what boundaries she was setting around this. 
So those expectations were projected through a lens of what boundaries she was setting. So if someone walks into your yard and there's always a fence with a gate and a latch, they always expect it to be there, right? You put up the fence, the gate and the latch for a purpose and people expect it to be there when they arrive. It doesn't startle them. They think, oh, well, this is there and I'm still welcome to lift the latch and go through the process of opening the gate. But if they are not there, people don't ever expect it. And then if they're there, sometimes there can be frustration, disappointment, surprise, and maybe even irritation if there's this obstacle or this added thing that needs to happen first that wasn't expected. There wasn't a boundary before and now suddenly there is and people think, what? So identifying the expectations and where they come from is part of setting boundaries. You got to define what you will allow and what you won't. Or another way to say this is you got to be honest about what you can really do right now and what you cannot. So when it seems other people in life expect and demand too much, first ask this, what boundaries do I have in place to manage the expectations? And then find some truth to ground you. To ground you in truth, just ask this, are these expectations really true? And do they have to be there? Ultimate question then, how can I make this easier? And that's the big question of today is how to make things easier. How can you make things easier? This is just a little example when it comes to boundaries in your reality right now. The overcomplication might be coming from somewhere else. Maybe it's not about the boundaries so much. And that's why I hope you picked another one, the overcomplications that I listed earlier. Which one was it? Which one did you pick? Get curious about that one and start an investigation and find clues to see how that one overcomplication might be trickling into your life, overloading your operating system, overcomplicating things. So let's move forward now with some ideas that might help you simplify and make things easier in your circumstances. Let's ask some questions. That's what we're here for, right? Let's get curious. This is about you. Questions for you to ask today. First question is, which overcomplication are you going to get curious about? Do you remember what they were? <laughs> Perfectionism, overcomplicate or overcommitting, materialism, overthinking, unhealthy relationships, failure to delegate, excessive information consumption, living beyond your means, a lack of boundaries, a fear of failure. The question is, which one of these are you going to get curious about? Once you've picked it, the next question is this. Why do you believe this one could be overcomplicating things? Why? Why could it be overcomplicating things? If you're not sure, 
Let's keep asking some questions and get curious. The last question is this. If you were to simply stop doing that in your life, what would that look like? What would you see yourself doing differently? So this is about your personal programming, your personal operating system. So if you were to totally delete that from your operating system, what would you see yourself doing differently? So for example, if it is a fear of failure, if you were to delete that from your operating system and it didn't exist, what would you be doing differently? What would you be doing differently? What would you do that you're not doing right now? Or if your overcomplication you're zoning in on is living beyond your means. Get curious and ask, what would you be doing differently if that was not part of your operating system? If it's overconsumption, what would that look like for you? If that wasn't even part of your programming, if it didn't even happen, what would you see yourself doing differently? The first step to making things easier is to recognize and identify the systems that are overloading you and demanding too much of you. Practice imagining your life, your responses, your reality without that overcomplication present in your operating system. Now, if that assignment seems too difficult to remember or complicated, then simply ask the big question of the day that I asked earlier. Just simply ask. When things feel overcomplicated and overwhelming, simply ask the big main question, can this be done easier? There's always an easier way. You just got to ask and get curious Tap into your inner knowing, your creativity, and begin asking yourself, can this be done easier? Asking that question gives you the opportunity to shift your perspective and practice editing and reversing the overwhelm. Simplifying life often involves reassessing priorities setting realistic expectations, and letting go of unnecessary burdens. This week, what would be possible for you if you practiced releasing just one overcomplication in your life? What would be possible for you if you constantly asked this curious question? Can this be done easier. To do things easier requires clarity around what you truly are trying to do. And as your vitality coach, I encourage you to begin identifying and crafting your personal philosophy if you haven't already, and be really clear about what you want to experience. Now, there'll be more ideas about this in future podcast episodes. And if you really want to make this personal, you can always schedule a free curiosity call with me by clicking the link in the show notes. Together, we can chat 
about what simplifying might look like for you. You can also email me, and that's Lizzie, L-I-Z-Z-I-E, at lovedaycoaching.com. You can find that in the show notes as well. Lizzie at lovedaycoaching.com. You can also pop back to the episode titled Craft Your Personal Philosophy to begin creating this type of clarity I'm talking about. And as I've said before, you, my friend, are a brilliant light. I know there's wisdom within you, and I want to help you unleash that wisdom so that you can flourish. No one knows your experience and your perception better than you do. I'm over here celebrating your effort to show up today. If you found this helpful, please write in a, a review. Reviews help you because they help me to improve this experience for you. Now, doing life alone is so low energy. We need each other, so let's do this together. I'm here to support you. This, my friend, is about you.